But first, as contract negotiations between the city of Chicago and the Fraternal Order of Police continue, an arbitrator has ruled that some police discipline cases, including ones involving serious misconduct, could be eligible to be heard in private. Now, members of Chicago's Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability are warning against this change, which would need city council approval. The CCPSA, you may remember, was created under the Lightfoot administration as a new model for police oversight. So here to tell us more is president of that commission, Anthony Driver. Welcome back, Anthony. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. So tell us more about this ruling from an arbitrator that you're you're taking issue with. How did this all come about and, and why well, are you opposed? Well, the, the police union in the city of Chicago have been in negotiations for a while. Um, they've resolved most of the contract issues, but there are a few outstanding ones. Uh, and this is one that is outstanding, which is the issue of who, uh, whether or not police officers have a right to final arbitration, um, you know, and, and be able to bypass the, the police board uh, and, and the most serious and egregious of offenses. So these are these are offenses that would get someone either more than a year suspension or lead up to possible termination. So these are the most serious of cases. Um, and the arbitrator has ruled that an officer has a right to either go to the police board or to go to arbitration. Uh, we're opposed to it because it's not transparent. So police board members are people who are accountable to the public. Mm-hmm. They are uh, Chicago residents. Uh, and they're people who generally should have an investment in the health and safety of our communities. And they put their, post their minutes online. You have a right to go and watch the actual hearing and see how they vote. With arbitrators, it goes completely behind closed doors. Um, and I think it's 79% of the time, the rulings that come down from arbitrators actually uh, lean towards less discipline. Um, which we, we also find to be very problematic. But mostly it's a transparency issue. I see. So as it stands now, all cases in which an officer faces termination or a, a suspension of a year or more, uh, those are all decided publicly. But uh, this could change. So according to this recent ruling, Anthony, what would make a case eligible for this private hearing or arbitration? So say you were an officer, you were accused of violating someone's rights. You were accused of, uh, let's say, you know, unlawfully uh, striking a resident or, or discharging your firearm, something that, you know, COPA, which is the investigatory body, is civilian officer police accountability. They investigate it and they recommend a, 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 a two-year suspension or one-and-a-half-year suspension, 16 months or something of that nature. Right now, that will go to the police board because it's longer than a year um, and it's a serious offense. It would then go to the police board for the, for the final ruling. Uh, with this new ruling that the arbitrator has ruled, which is not final yet, um, they will be able to take that process behind closed doors. And one person who doesn't have to be a resident of the city of Chicago or even the state of Illinois uh, will, will, will then have the right to make that decision. And there's also a financial incentive for arbitrators. You know, they want to keep getting picked. And the way that you keep getting picked for work uh, is that you try to make both sides happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, that's not something that's okay when you're dealing with something as, as serious as this. Before we get any further, Anthony, could you lay out for listeners the role and the mission of your group? As I mentioned, the Chicago's Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. It is still relatively new, so I want to make sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, this is actually our first month. I mean, our first uh, year this month. We are celebrating our anniversary this year. So, wow. I mean, it's month. Um, so our, our goal is to put the residents uh, back in the driver's seat here. We're, we're trying to uplift the community's voice in, in the public safety process. So we are here to provide oversight over the police board, Chicago Police Department, and COPA, which are the three uh, bodies that make up the vast majority of our public safety infrastructure in the city of Chicago. Um, and our role specifically is to try to pull politics out of this process and put everyday residents 
uh, and citizens' voice at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's policymaking, that's picking a superintendent, um, you name it. We have pretty broad oversight authority over those agencies. As you mentioned earlier, the, the rule change that we're talking about today, it's coming out of contract negotiations uh, that have been ongoing between the city and the, the FOP. Uh, from your perspective, I mean, how are things going? With the negotiations? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, actually. It's behind closed doors. So I, I, I only know once a ruling is made. I'm very similar to the public. Um, once a ruling is made, it's then made public and it has to go before the city council for a vote. I can say that, although I do believe the arbitrator may be trying to follow the Illinois Constitution and Illinois law, mm-hmm. um, I, I you know, wholeheartedly uh, disagree with this decision. I also think that it's inappropriate for an arbitrator to make a ruling where they essentially give themselves more work. So you make a ruling that people have a right to arbitration, and then you, which means your, your caseload increases, which means your pay also increases. Mm-hmm. And that current system that we have going, as we mentioned, where uh, these cases are decided publicly by the, the city's nine-person police board, do you think that that system's working, or are there changes no, that you think? it has not worked. It hasn't worked at all. I'm not going to, you know, just because I'm advocating for things to be transparent, I would not, you know, be honest if I said that I think the current system works. It, it just does not work, and I think that that comes from the fact that for the decades, 60 years now, that entire board was picked by the mayor of Chicago, and it subjugated police officers and the public to the political headwinds of the day. But that's changed now. Our our body is actually the people who picked the police board, um, and we're doing that in an open and transparent way. So I think it's getting better, and I think it will be it will be better in the future. But no, it has not functioned properly in the past. Any specific changes you're thinking are needed to this process? Um, well, I would just say uh, that I think that it starts with the selection of the members. Uh, and their independence from the mayor's office um, and their independence from politics. These are you're dealing with people's lives. You can take a person's livelihood in this situation. Um, so you have to be independent. So I'm not attacking any members personally, but I do believe um, that, you know, folks being picked for these sorts of boards who are not, um, you know, either thoroughly vetted or or done in a very public and open and transparent way. I do think that that's problematic. So if we go the route of uh, arbitration, who do you think stands to benefit if this does get through city council approval? Uh, there's there's no question. The, the FOP benefits greatly from this. Um, and, and so do officers who, can, who, who, do, who commit, you know, egregious offenses or, or misconduct. Um, because it's behind closed doors and it's, it's done by different people who, again, have no investment in the health and safety of our communities, I could be up for one charge and – you know, you up for the exact same charge. Our cases get handled by two different people, and it's not transparent or public. So I might get terminated, and you might get off. We 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 just won't know what's the rationale behind that um, because it's it's private. Mm-hmm. Walk us through what you say are the key differences, then, Anthony, between having a case closed or open to the public. Yeah, well, one, you have a right to public comment. The the uh, police board is, is a public body that takes public votes, and therefore at every meeting they have to allow the public the right to not only attend those meetings, to view them, but to comment on those meetings. Those folks also have to be residents of the city of Chicago, and to a certain extent they're accountable to taxpayers because if voters are unhappy with the way that people on the police board are performing, you can vote people out of office. You cannot vote uh, a you – can, you can vote the people who selected them out of office. You can't vote away an arbitrator. Um, They also take public votes. They make their rulings public. We can go online right now and read every case that they've ever did. Um, It's it's a more transparent process where an arbitrator 
it's the FOP's attorney or whoever's representing the accused, and then you have the city law department and the arbitrator uh, who are essentially in a room talking about this, this discipline, and the public doesn't know anything until the decision is already made, mm -hmm. and it's public. And that person could be from any of the 50 states um, and, and, and are completely unaccountable to the public in every way. For those who are, are for the change, I mean, what's the reasoning and support that they give? Well, I think they would make the argument that it's more fair because the police board has, you know, been accused of in the past, um, again, political dealing. Um, and so that they would, they, they, there's also, the inspector general has also put out tons of information that show when cases go to arbitration, uh, almost 80% of the time it results in less discipline. So, you know, people who, again, have been accused of the most egregious offenses many times will get less discipline. Uh, a good example of this is when, you know, the officers in Congresswoman, Congressman Bobby Rush's office were, like, accused of sleeping on the job and eating popcorn while folks were, uh, were you know, essentially rioting. Um, and there's video of that. Uh, that case went to arbitration, and those officers got their, their, their punishment significantly reduced, all the way to the point of some not having any punishment at all. Mm. Yeah, to, to that end, uh, looking at reporting here from WBEZ's Anna Savchenka, uh, she quotes Lee Bilecki, who sits on the police district council in the, the 22nd police district, who is uh, for the change and says, quote, officers are human beings and mistakes happen. No police officer will say they should not be held accountable for infractions, but how can police officers have confidence in a system that's not fair? Your response? Yeah, I mean, Lee, Lee's a good person. He is a former police captain, so he knows the system very well. Um, and I, I have already admitted that I also don't think it's fair, but that's why we're working to change that. Uh, but the exact wrong answer is to take this process behind closed doors, which is not fair to anybody. It's not fair to the officers. It's not fair to the public. Um, and again, this isn't just like you fell asleep on the job or you, you know, you took a city vehicle and, and you went, you know, an hour over your lunch break. Um, this is more serious. These, these are very serious offenses leading up to the loss of life. Have you heard any feedback from people in the community on this? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the folks in the community, I've also heard from the Johnson administration. We've heard from, you know, they put out a public statement. We've also heard from the police board president themselves. I think people, uh, people do not want to see this process driven behind closed doors. It would significantly set our city back. Now, city council still has to vote on this. Any sense of where they stand? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I plan on being there for that uh, vote. I plan on trying to offer public comment and, and, and you know, standing with uh, grassroots organizations and arresting the, the citizens who, I, who believe, like I do, that this is an unjust decision. But I, I don't know how, how they're going to vote. Do you know when city council makes the decision on this? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I would assume they'd have to schedule a committee hearing first, and I haven't heard anything about that yet. So there are a couple steps. Yep. We've been talking to Anthony Driver, the president of Chicago's Community Commission for Public Safety and Accountability. Thanks so much for the update. Thank you. No problem.